Wakey, wakey, Upper East podcasters. Gossip Girls here. Your one and only source into the scandalous lives of Lincoln Loft because this is live. <laughs> I'm C. And I'm S. And, and we're, we're Gossip Girls. Where did you get And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. Uh, we're going to talk about episode... Oh, first off, we're live, so yay, we're live! Live show! <laughs> it's our first ever live show, and I'm so happy that people showed up, so yay! I'm not alone here. Awesome. So, um, we are reviewing episode 13, 12, season 2. It's a wonderful lie. It's a wonderful lie. Okay, so the Netflix description for the show, this is something we do. Just to compare, it's usually wrong. Um, the, it's a wonderful lie. The Netflix description is, at the annual Snowflake Ball, Blair and Chuck bet that they can find ideal dates for each other. Aaron's ex-girlfriend shows interest in Dan. That's it. <laughs> and that's the episode, everyone. Woo! So, uh, first and foremost, this is a Christmas episode, and I always like when Christmas episodes happen because it kind of brings everybody together in the same place. And you get to like see snow, and I'm a huge fan of snow, so. Snowflake. Yeah, yeah. So like, okay. So like, number one, the party name. I feel like it's a terrible name. The terrible. It's a senior snowflake charity ball. Snowflake ball. It's like. Yeah. I don't know. We had a snowflake ball at my high school, but it was in February. Ours was winter ball, and it was in December, but oh. it was called winter ball. But I have some suggestions for like oh, yeah, better. Song, uh, better uh, titles for it. So, sen- Senior Snowball. <laughs> um, senior Snowball, wow, okay. Yep, that's, it's, it's clever. Yeah. Because uh, it's a ball. <laughs> holiday party. Feministmas party. <laughs> that's a holiday that I made up earlier today at work. <laughs> um, that's all I really have. <laughs> <laughs> I have another one, but it's bad, so I'm not going to oh, read it. Oh, you have to say it now. Um, why is it so warm outside, Winter? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, it's tolerable outside, Ball. Yeah. So like, there's so many better suggestions than that one. So, um, But yeah, so Blair is trying to sh- choose a date. She can't actually go out with a person she wants to date, which is Chuck, because they're going through their the usual reasons yeah there's they're going through their usual like shit you know um you know past episodes they were trying to get together and they have like this weird like sex game thing going on like Like they want teens do yeah yeah because this is all about the teens um it's so it's so weird like they you know they wanted like you know they're basically um, they put Vanessa in a situation where, like, she was, you know, used as, like, an object, like, for s- their sex games, and they also um, were trying to tell each other they love each other, but not actually doing it, because if they did, they would lose. I don't know. They're weird. <laughs> so, like, she's going through this whole roster of candidates to be the date. Have all of these guys asked you already? Of course. You think Angelina Jolie even considers a project without an offer on the table? I'm strictly a pair play dater. Just out of curiosity, who's in the lead to play guy with no future? What makes you think I'm not looking for something long-term? Call it a hunch. Keith Nelson. Are you kidding? Have you ever seen him without gum? Your oral fixation alone would drive you insane. Andy Clark. Outscored your verbal on the SAT. I like an intelligent man. He can whisper mellifluous nothings in my ear. You only think you're like an intelligent man. The moment he gave you a history of the word mellifluous, you'd rip out his sweetly flowing tongue. 
And I am interested in like the actual like statistics and the stats are on these guys. Like they have like weight, they have height, they have SAT scores. Like a BMI or something, and then yeah, they have like father and, and mother ancestry. It's like very intense. I wonder if there's some like formula she uses to like um, stack all the numbers against each other, where she's like trying to achieve this perfect ratio of BMI and SAT scores. <laughs> I feel like she might be doing that. I don't know. It's just really, it's just really interesting. Like the fact that she has all these, like, it's kind of like an ID. Like you know, the like eyes are brown, hair are brown. It's basically like, all the information you have on an like, identification card. But then also like about like their the, the family's like ancestry. It's very intense and very like invasive. What about Blair, who's like obsessed with being perfect, and so she's trying to find the perfect guy. Yeah. And she even had like their GPA on there. I was yeah. like. <laughs> Okay, so I'm pretty sure she's not looking at anyone with like a GPA under like three eight or something. Yeah, <laughs> she's she like four point girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So like, it's just like a weird like situation they've got going on because she obviously knows who she wants to date, but she has to like you know fill that void, if you will. So she's trying to deal with that, and so Chuck takes an opportunity to talk to her and then kind of knock some of the guys down for teen reasons. I don't know. Well, no, it's just like it's just like another part of their sex games, you know. They're just like it's, it's weird. Creepy. It's weird flirtation, and like it's one of those like instances where like you 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 see their sexual tension, which is I don't know. It's so creepy because they're all teenagers, and like the fact that we're really, like, watching like, their sexual tension. because they're actually like twenty three, probably when this is taping. Yeah, but still, like you, but like you know, since so your disbelief, you know, you still have to like think about these teenagers, like seventeen years old, talking about like you know. Um, whispering nothing's in their ear and being <laughs> like, sweet, that yeah, and just like being like really creepy with one each other. I don't know. I I I was seventeen. I well, I don't know. When I was seventeen, I was like reading books and like yeah. <laughs> I was I was a book reader until very late in my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still reading books. Um, still, still reading books all the time. Yeah, yeah. I have on my Um So yeah, it's uh. I don't know, it's just really this awkward their tension because like, I don't know, I, I'm not sure what the audience feels, but I hate Chuck and Blair. Okay, uh, so um, our, our special guest favorite character yeah. is a certain Chuck Bass. Really? Yes. That's our least favorite character. We yeah, hate I, I, I cannot support anything that Chuck does or says or... It's like he's just so upfront about everything and I enjoy that. It's like, I, like everybody like, what, Jenny's just super annoying. Dan is just like he's very cagey in the way he talks. Like, well, uh, uh, also I like, right, I like and he's just like movie. he never knows anything. He's always head in clouds. Like, I'm so stoic and <laughs> yes, birds hurt. I'm like, you're irritating. And they're like, oh yeah, no, Dan is the <laughs> so worst. Irritating. Dan is the worst. I don't, I don't really like anybody on the show, honestly. Wait, no, I guess like if anything, like I would have to choose like Dorota. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> Dorota. I am here for Dorota because she's All just like. Character. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess like the person that I kind of love on the show is kind of the star of this episode, and I kind of I guess we could talk about her a little bit later. But I'm talking about Vanessa, she's one of my favorite characters on the show. But like, uh, kind of going back to like the way the episode kind of played out, you have like Serena and Dan, and they're chatting about like you know Christmas presents and Hanukkah presents. Serena bought some books for Aaron, and uh, she's you know they're they're being really nostalgic because like. 
you know, the holidays or stirring up some feelings. They, like, yeah. I guess they're still I think, there. I think, like, the, the first time that they had sex was at the Snowflake Ball last year. Yeah, yes. it was. And that's, that's like... That's right, because Vanessa... Like yeah, Vanessa, thing. like, set yeah. them up with, like, this really cute, like, snow yeah. room because yeah. all Dan wanted for Christmas was snow. Yeah, and, and so, she like, made a snow room and they weird-ass they sex room. <laughs> yeah. He made a song. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then they boned. And so... Um, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> went to, went to um, Bone City. Is that what it is? Yeah, so uh, who wants to chant Bone City? Bone City. Bone City. Bone City. Bone City. Bone City. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they went everyone. to Bone City. <laughs> Thank you. But they went to Bone City. And so was, like, they're feeling nostalgic about, like, you know, last year. There were juniors and other seniors. And oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because. <laughs> so stressful. Oh my god, yeah, there is yeah, there were sweet sixteens. So yeah, they're like feeling nostalgic and um Aaron's ex Lexi is in town for the holidays. Can we quickly talk about how her name is Lexi and he is his ex her ex his ex? Lexi. Why? Like of all the names, my ex Lexi, it flows too perfectly. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with this. <laughs> no one else cares. Okay, yes, so his his ex Lexi is in town. Yeah, and so so Serena is just like kind of head over there, and um, she invited Dan to go with her guests just because, like, I don't know, maybe she kind of didn't want to be like the odd man out, maybe, and wanted some kind of like reinforcement. Yeah, because like Serena and Dan are, you know, they're broken up, but they're friends now. And, you know, she does things like buys rare books for him for some reason because he's a fuck face <laughs> and she still wants to be friends with him for some reason um so yeah they head to the gallery and they they find lexi just uh going to town on hating on serena <laughs> yeah let's talk about that um oh, so first, i want to point out that um lexi is played by olympic gymnast nastia lucan i don't know if anyone knows who that was but Fun that's fact. who that was <laughs> that's that explains a lot like her acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was I was I didn't notice this when I was watching it earlier, but like I was watching today, it was like Nastia Lucan. I was like, oh my god, why would Nastia Lucan be on Gossip Girl? And I Googled it, and it's her. And she's not a bad actress, but she's not she's <laughs> not, not even one. like the Serena levels of acting. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like one of those situations where like this is what a feminist looks like. Or in their regard, and it's like, this is not what a feminist is at all. And it's like, feminism is like, di there's different versions of it, there's different shades of it, and it just seemed like every stereotypical feminist thing that she could say came out of her mouth. <laughs> and it's just like, I hate this. I hate this so much. And it was just like, she looks like a gap bad. And it's like the kind of pretension that I hate, and I hate when people, like, when they slap the name feminist on shit, this is what they're talking yep. about. And it's like, this is not what that is, though. And it's just, oh, God. That is and not the spirit of feminist miss. Not at all. And, like, also, <laughs> she was, like, <laughs> but, like, the thing was, like, was annoying. I was, like, she was so chipper about, like, making fun of Serena in a way that, like, yeah. really well, annoyed okay, me. So, so your ex-boyfriend is dating someone who's pretty attractive. And you're, like, I'm just going to, you know, hate on the way she looks because that's what you do, you know? I don't do that personally because I'm a good feminist, but... <laughs> 
okay. <laughs> There's no such thing as good or bad. I know. That's why. I was Except for Lexi, she's a bad one. Um, <laughs> she's an awful one. Um, yeah. So like, it was just really hard to watch because you know, I don't know. And also like, I just hate when like, I hate when anybody like gains up on Serena. Like, I I really hate it because I love Serena so much, and it's just like leave her alone. Like, like she's she's carefree, you know. She's blonde and she has her problems, but like you know, leave her alone. Her, leave, leave Serena her, alone. Leave Serena alone. Like that's how I feel every time someone gains up on Serena. Yeah. So. so Serena, my my first few times watching Gossip Girl, I did not like Serena at all. But now that we discuss her in depth, she has grown a lot on me. And I understand that the way she acts is because of things that have happened to her in the past. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys Same. watched season one, but she murdered someone. <laughs> yeah, she low-key murdered somebody in season one. And Lithium was like, like, I guess we're going down this rabbit hole, but like with, with, the, with the, the murder, um, it was one of those situations where like, Nothing, there was no indication that this ever happened to her or anything that, that dark ever happened to her until like some girl named Georgina came through and Georgina. all this like horribleness started coming up and she was like, I killed somebody. Like, wait a minute, you what? Like, you were in the what? room when someone OD'd. Yeah. Like, that's not the same as murder, but okay. I but guess they don't that, teach that just like the idea school. of her, like her like idea, like she was like laughing and carefree and like, never had a care in the world kind of attitude and the fact that like someone who quote unquote murdered somebody can like be that way is kind of sociopathic but anyway um that's kind of how yeah. i see that but anyway um, anyways lexi's in town serena yeah. murdered someone who really knows what's yeah. going on so um i kind of want to talk about jenny for a second so jenny and vanessa they are hanging out, Jenny's like, you know, being, organizing records and doing a lot of things, trying to get her mind off of, you know, the fact that she is not in school anymore because she stopped doing that with homeschooling. She's not doing fashion anymore, but the thing that's hung up, she's hung up almost is this kid named Nate. Mayonnaise boy. Mayonnaise, um, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, as we yeah. call him. When he is interesting, he is upgraded to aioli boy. Yeah. But right now, yeah, he's 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 definitely aioli boy right now. But like in the past, he's been mayonnaise. Yeah, he is mayonnaise. Um, yeah, what? Sriracha mayo. Sriracha mayo. That's that's a good suggestion. <laughs> but yeah, so like he is. Um, they've kind of there's a wedge between Jenny and Vanessa. They've been friends for a long time. They grew up together. Um, she's been kind of Jenny's been kind of like a little sister that Vanessa never had. So like it's. They're very close, and so the fact that like Nate has, you know, not by his own accord, but like he's gotten come between the two of them, their their relationship is fractured, and so like you are seeing Vanessa kind of like struggling, like she's like, you know, messing with her scarf, she's like fidgeting a lot, and you have like Jenny, she's like, you know, doing her her like very, you know, OCD collecting and whatnot. It's just like I don't know, it's it's really intense to like see that these two women. Trying to like deal, no, not women, girls. These two children. teens. These two teens dealing with their feelings, and it's just I never like forget that they're teens. Yeah, they're so they're so young, but like, yeah, you have like these two girls, and then you know Vanessa, she gets a call from me, and she has to lie about it. So like, yeah. just continuing the line, the pattern line, so it's just really hard to watch. I got your message. What's the emergency? <sighs> Do you consider Muddy Waters blues or classic rock? 
I'm reorganizing my dad's record collection by genre. Why? Because I already bound all of Dan's short stories and cleaned the loft twice. Did you accidentally put Red Bull in your cereal this morning? No. I just need to keep myself busy. Otherwise, I'm going to start thinking about my future, and then there's going to be a Jenny Humphrey-shaped hole through my wall. All right, would you stop putting so much pressure on yourself? You're back home, and you're still a great designer. The future will work itself out. It's just that's not all I'm thinking about. What? <sighs> OK, look, I don't, I don't want to be awkward, but the one thing I can't figure out is what happened with Nate. Is that totally pathetic, sitting around thinking about how some guy blew you off? No. But in my experience, it doesn't really help either. I'd move on. Yeah. Sorry, I told Rufus that I'd be at the gallery all day, so I'll see you later. Yeah, I'll be here. Literally, probably in the same spot. It's it's really sad. And so so Jenny's talking and she's like, is it wrong for me to think about like this guy? And Vanessa's like, no, it's fine. Okay, gotta go. Later. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I don't know. I, 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 I feel I feel bad for Jenny. I feel like I don't feel bad for her because she's 15 and also like who cares yeah, she's when 15. you're 15. And like, yeah, she's, 15. She's, also, she's also had a bunch of like rough shit sort of happen to her in the past where she tried to start a business at age 15 and failed catastrophically because someone burned all her dresses. Yeah, these are yeah. plot lines. Yeah. Yeah. Plot points that happened in <laughs> the last, series. The last few episodes have been tough for 15-year-old Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> she's been through it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like yesterday, I stepped on a pin in my house, but like, you know, she has real issues. <laughs> like someone burned her clothes. <laughs> like all our belongings and like, oh gosh. It's so sad. Yeah, so. I, I, like there, so the Jenny Vanessa friendship doesn't so, like fully make sense to me always because Vanessa is friends with Dan first and foremost, and they don't really hang out with Jenny. And so like this whole new development of like fighting about a guy is kind of like, why Why are you trying to be friends now? You weren't really friends before. Well, I, I, I mean, I'll argue with that. Like, I mean, they've been friends for a while, like, and throughout the series. And, like, even with, like, the whole business thing, like, Vanessa was kind of, like, her, like, mascot. Oh, and true. always kind of, like, like, you know, supporting her. She, like, helped her thing. get, like, with um, homework, on oh, no, homework of homeschooling and stuff like that. But, yeah, so, like, she, she's always been really supportive of Jenny, I think. And I don't know. They're, I, I don't know. I hate when girls fight. I get really upset about it. Really <laughs> Why do you it. watch the show? I don't know. It's masochistic, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, so, um, so yeah, that's, so that's happening. So that's kind of a plot point that I want to start, I'll talk about, um, discuss a little bit. Um, so while Vanessa's leaving out, Jenny gets a visitor, Penelope. Penelope is like one of the lead minions of Blair. I think she is the lead minion. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So, she, yeah. so like, look, what? minions. I love her. Because why do you love her? I think she's like my favorite. I don't know why. I, I, I loved her on Mindy Project. I'm sorry? I liked her on the Mindy Project. The Minion Project. Yeah, that was pretty great. I would watch that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, minions, though, minions, well, they're like, kind of like, um, Blair's ladies in waiting, essentially. They like do her, like her beating, uh, they do like her bedding and um, Blair kind of controls them to a certain degree, but they've been kind of doing their own thing, I guess, of late, because. Yeah, because, you know, Penelope shows up to Jenny's house and some reason knows exactly where she lives. Who knows how that breaks? Oh, no, they had that party, remember right. last year? The, oh, like, yeah, when all that's right. Yeah. yeah, for Jenny's Brooklyn sad birthday. Oh, so terrible. Oh, my God. What? 
because Brooklyn's also terrible. Oh my God, I know. It's, They're slumming in Brooklyn. This is, this is something that we talk about a lot. So like, Dan and Jenny are considered poor because they live they, because their father owns a loft and art gallery in Brooklyn. In Dumbo. In fucking Dumbo. What? Yeah. Dumbo. Which like, I think apartments there cost like $4,000 for a studio. I don't know. To start. To start, yeah. I don't know how much New York car costs. It's, it's a lot. It's confusing. It, like the, the numbers just money. don't make sense to me. You know, bag of potatoes is like four, four thousand dollars. I don't know. Um, yes, potatoes. That's accurate. That's accurate. Yes, potatoes. Yeah, yeah, potatoes. I don't even yes. buy potatoes. I don't even know how much they cost here. So yeah, so like they're slumming it and <laughs> slumming it in Brooklyn. And so she asked, that. yeah, I know. So uh, she asked Jenny to make her a custom dress. Oh, hello, weird documentary girl. Bye, sad Blair wannabe. Penelope, what are you doing here? Snowflake ball. I want to commission a dress. Your fashion show is impressive. Thanks. But the snowflake ball's tomorrow, and I kind of hate you, so... I know, but this is about fashion, not friendship, Jay. Hazel and Iz keep biting my style, and I need something custom. I'm very expensive. I hope so. Yeah, so she wants to commission a dress, and Jenny's like... I'm very expensive. And uh, Penelope says, you better be or something like that because she likes to spend money because she's from the Upper East Side. So, Status, baby. Yeah, so apparently, apparently the other two minions always upstage her in their clothes and now she needs a terrible dress. <laughs> so, I don't like Jay Humphrey designs. Her clothes are bad. So, yeah, that's the thing that's happening. <laughs> Oh man, but like, um, so like while this is happening, Nate and Vanessa are officially back, which is really awkward to watch because the, the camera is so fucking close. Okay, I, it's, this is something I didn't like notice the entire episode. I don't know who the director was or like what was going on, but like everybody was like an inch from the camera the entire fucking episode. There were so many close ups. It's not usually as many close ups on I, the show. I don't know. It, it, I it was feel it felt like jarring. It's like because we're all watching it on a big screen. No, I thought. I don't know. No, no, I thought that while I was watching on my little computer oh. like earlier, I was like, "Why am I so close?" Like it was very intense. I could see like the freckles on Vanessa's face. And was, then the kissing was really bad. Oh it yeah, was, it was painful to watch. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not turned on whatsoever. <laughs> not at all. Like yeah. this is really bad. Stop it, please stop it. Everyone in the audience is like sitting uncomfortably and like, watching Nate and Vanessa, and then someone like, yells, like, "Get it!" Uh, <laughs> it was amazing. Thank uh, you. Thank you for stop. that. But yeah, so they're kissing awkwardly because they're a couple now, and that's how teens kiss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, my, my theme for this episode is teens, <laughs> so deal with it. <laughs> but yeah, they're also like a Gossip Girl count on country, so they, of course, got snapped by somebody. Some rando, some rando blonde chick. Decided to uh, take a picture. <laughs> it's like okay, the way the way that photographs are displayed in this show are like someone sees someone doing something, like Nate and Vanessa are kissing, completely oblivious to everything around them, and then this person like straight up takes her phone out, points it at them, obviously taking a picture. Like this isn't like 2016 where you ha you could possibly you could be doing anything. You could be taking a selfie. You can't be taking a selfie in 2009 because selfie cameras hadn't been invented yet. She's obviously taking a picture of them. So like, how, how does no one notice? No one ever notices. I think that's an old tech, low tech moment. It might be. <laughs> but yeah, so they, that goes on Gossip Girl. Yeah, and so it goes to, it blasts out to everyone who subscribed to it, which is pretty much everyone on the Upper East Side and our Brooklyn. <laughs> if you're Jenny, 
And um, Janet gets the blast and sees a picture of them kissing, and she is pissed. You've got to be kidding me. Sorry, ladies. For those of you who were hoping to find Nate Archibald under your tree, looks like he's already picked up his mistletoe mate. And also Penelope's angry. Yes. Yeah, and, and like Penelope's like harbored a crush on Nate since like forever. Since, like, forever. I think that's like her one characteristic is like she has a crush on, on Nate. Yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah, like she like she hangs out with Blair and she also has a and has had a crush on her boyfriend since forever because yeah, because Blair funny. and Nate in the beginning of the series were dating. So <laughs> yeah, that's low key fucked up. That. But you're, yes, yeah, remember like 13, that? Right? Yeah, so it's kind of like just so weird. <laughs> no, like. I'm like, um, Blair and Nate started dating at 13. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, like that's what it says. Yeah, because, like, um, because like Blair's dad is like in love with Nate. Oh, you know? do, and like do the, oh my god, like Nate. Apparently, I had weekend boyfriends when I was 13. Wait, I don't know what that means. A weekend boyfriend? We would like be, we would like start dating on that Friday, and we would open up by Monday. <laughs> oh my god, weekend that boyfriend. So perfect. It's great. You go like ice cream. Sometimes we might get pizza. <laughs> And then like, and then when Monday comes back and Monday school, and you're like, right. oh, I don't know, we don't, we don't talk to each other, and that's when you know you broke up. That's perfect. Oh my god, that's so sad and so beautiful. I don't know. I kind of want that relationship. I know. Inquiring minds, if you guys right. want. So, I'm available. Find us boyfriend. Hit me up after the show. I'll be around. <laughs> I'll be waiting. Um. So yeah, uh, the blast comes out and everyone hears about it. And of course, Jenny is very upset about it because she's been, she feels betrayed. Yeah, so in the last episode, we saw that Vanessa stole a letter from Nate that he had addressed to Jenny. And it essentially said um, that he still harbored feelings for her and Jenny never got that. He didn't know that she had got that. So like Vanessa and Nate are um, dating sort of under false pretenses, but also they should be dating because they're perfect for each other. Yeah, I'm here for Jenny, uh, for uh, Vanessa and Nate. Here for it. Completely. They're they're definitely the one true pairing of this show. <laughs> yeah. Why? What? Why? Because they're perfect for each other, and they make each other more interesting because they kind of suck on their own. Yeah, yes. they're, they, they, they yeah, so they're boring. they're so boring like on their own, yeah. but like together, it's like oh, they work, and they work, and honestly, they're just like a really like superficially pretty couple. Yeah, yes. yeah. They're like a beautiful couple. They're so yeah. pretty. So my roommate was telling me while we were um, watching this episode that she can't tell the difference between Chase Crawford, who plays Nate Archibald, and Zac Efron. Which now I can't no. unsee that. It makes sense. Fun fact, the two of them were, I think, I think Zac Efron and Chase were both up for the Footloose remake, and none of them got it, but... Wait, what? <laughs> they were both up. <laughs> they were both up for like the lead in Footloose, the Footloose remake that came out a couple of years ago. There was a Footloose remake. Wait, guess what? I have no idea who got it, but like I, I remember reading it somewhere. This oh. is my brain. It's stupid. I, I used to be doing quantum physics, and now I have like this like stupid amount of like knowledge about gossip. Footloose, Footloose, yeah. and random like entertainment stuff. I used Amazing. to be smart. Okay, so back to the, the, the party of the episode, the snowflake ball. Um, yes, snowflake. Yeah, so every episode has a fancy black tie event. Um, they find every, almost in every episode, right? Every, every episode, yeah. It ends in something. Every episode has like a party, some kind of gathering in the third act so everybody can like get together and like mingle and yeah. discuss stuff. The plot lines have to convene somewhere um, or end somewhere. 
So Lily is volunteering for it, I guess. And so well, it's a charity event, so I think she's like the chairwoman of. Oh the yeah, event. she does do a lot of charity events. Yeah. Um, they're probably raising money for like seals that are endangered in Florida. I don't. It's know. probably a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. It's a bird. Yeah. There's no. There's no seals in New York. There's birds no. in New York. There. There are probably seals. The zoo. Is there a zoo yeah. in New York? There is no. such a, <laughs> There's several. <laughs> I'm slowly learning how little I know. They have one I in Central know. Park. They have one in the Bronx. There's a, oh, there is a zoo in Central Park. It's called the Central Park Zoo. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> I went to New York like twice. Okay. Yeah, so um, Rufus is um, helping with the sound system because he is a former uh, rock star. <laughs> Every time you walk away, right away. <laughs> Lincoln Hawk. Lincoln oh my Hawk. god, Lincoln Hawk, a real band, actually. Oh. If you Google them, not this one. Yeah. So we find out that like so Lily spent Thanksgiving with the Humphreys because of the whole fact that her husband is uh sticking his PI on the children. And so <laughs> Classic. Yeah, you know, classic Bart. <laughs> <laughs> um and so we find out that Lily hasn't talked to Bart yet about um the, the whole fact that she knows that she is mad about the PI, and so then while she's telling Rufus that she hasn't talked to him, he shows up looking creepy as fuck. He has two faces, and it's like mad and more mad. Like it's <laughs> like it's never it's like he's trying to be sincere in this moment when he's talking like I can change, Lily, I can change, but you will never know if you look at his face. Like it's just it's like the, it's just so scary and so stoic in a way that like is like I don't understand or like I don't know how to read that. He was on Sex in the City. He was also on SVU. He is um, the um, Ivy something. He does the entire, he does like the investigating on the detectives. Oh my God, everyone's on SVU, so is Eric. So is Eric. What? In the yes, show or he was. Oh. Yep. Wait, he was, he's dating Olivia Benson. Wait, what? Yeah, like the character? Yes, character? I don't know what's happening right now. Are you making stuff up? Audience member. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, overlap with, like, characters on SVU and, and Gossip Girl because they, all, they, both did, they both tape in New York, so. Oh, that's, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyways, Bart's still, like, I'm gonna change. Like, I'm not terrible. I don't just, I just don't know how to be a husband because I haven't been a husband in that long. You know what? If I were to become a husband right now, I don't think I would have a private investigator <laughs> on my wife and stepchildren. Like, come on, does, does that like really require husband skills or something to not do that? I don't know. He has trust issues. <laughs> yeah. Massive trust issues. I don't know, maybe, maybe a PI would be kind of cool though, right? Shares <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sitting here. Like, I, I, I kind of see like the merit in it. No, I'm kidding. No, merit, no, PI is terrible. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, that guy that's been following me around the past few weeks there, <laughs> who's he? <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, so anyway, um, so they're, he's trying to like, she's, so she's like appeasing to him, like, okay, fine, I'll give you another chance to try to like, you know, make it work because they are married and she's trying to like save her marriage in some regard, mostly because of money. Can you imagine trying to fall in love with Bart Bass? <laughs> no. No. No? It's, uh, I like, I, what? Okay, I feel like we should have our audience participation a little bit, but like. If y'all have something to say, please raise your hands and I will call on you. I've never seen this before, but we <laughs> talked about how Bart is clearly like a spy and there's like a Manchurian candidate situation where like 
You're not wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You're not wrong. Okay, so so far we have Bart is a spy and is the maturing candidate. Wait, what is what is Bart doing? Okay, so he has a private investigator and he has um, dossiers. Dossiers. <laughs> on, dossiers. On Lily, which she knows about and is okay with for some reason, and also on yeah, like on Serena and um, Eric, and so. We find out that he he knows everything about Serena and Eric's past, which for 17-year-old, 15-year-old people is really confusingly large that they have such big. Especially Serena's, especially yes. thick as. I think yeah. it's, it's almost as thick as, if not thicker than Lily's, which is impressive. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, and like in the last episode, um, so he said he wasn't going to do the PI stuff anymore, but then we then the. Um, the PI in the last episode said that he was going to, he found something like insanely like surprising about Lily's past that we don't know yet. So he's continuing to look into that. Right. He, does, he does the job. Yeah. Anyways, shit human, don't date Bart Bass, <laughs> basically Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> they look no, he's similar. not hot. Who said he was hot? <laughs> Wait, who says Mike Pence is hot? Not Oh. Bart Bass is also not hot. His face is weird. Bart Bass for president. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, Bart Bass is not running for president. We did not support this. Hillary 2016. But is Chuck his son? Yeah. Yes. yes. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck is definitely his son. Chuck Bass. Chuck Bart Bass. Bart Bass. Bass. Chuck Fitch. Charlie Trout. <laughs> Charlie Trout, a.k.a. Charlie Trout. Okay. A.k.a. Char um, Chuck Bastard. Chuck um, Bastard. Yes. Chucking Basshole. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Lexi, she is flirting, quote-unquote flirting with Dan. I don't know how I feel about this. She talks about a cat swallowing some beans, and then she drinks his pee. <laughs> so, yeah, so, that's so what she's describing. Like, okay, so this was really, it was really quick. I watched it yesterday with closed captioning on. I find out, I like, I miss a lot of the show if closed captioning isn't on because they kind of uh, don't talk very clearly and uh, talk quickly and they don't care, so they're not acting well. But what happened was Lexi heard about this coffee bean that was eaten by a cat and then shit out and then you made coffee out of it and she wanted to know if Dan Humphrey's coffee shop in Brooklyn had that. And because, that's what it was. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I legitimately have no reason why, no idea why she would bring that up. Like in casual conversation, but does it be impressive? I guess. Like I went to Indonesia. I. I don't know if she's trying to be impressive or if just her character. Like kind of. I feel like she was kind of joking. I think she just really wanted that coffee. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, "Do you have this coffee?" What and are her like, ulterior What's that? And he was like, and she was like, "Well, I got it in Indonesia." Blah blah blah. He was like, "Well, I got this." Yeah. <laughs> Yes, so it's it's gross. Anyways, no one got that that it was passed by a cat. I and didn't get that. Yeah. So so the joke that Dan makes, which is actually a very clever joke, um, he says, "Well, I have I have, I have this coffee that's been it's been passed through the the corporate coffee machine of America." And she's like, "Ha ha, that's funny." It was clever. It's like one of the most clever things he's ever said. <laughs> Damn Humphrey. Damn Humphrey. Hey Dan. Damn Humphrey. 
So yeah, so like, um, um, while this is going on, Serena is just trying to figure out what Lux's problem is with her. She's like, why is she being so mean to me? And I agree, why is she being so mean to why Serena? Why is she being? Because it's her, it's her ex's new girlfriend. Yeah, she's a little threatened. Well, like, I don't think she even knew that it was um, the new girlfriend until like, she showed up, maybe? I guess she, maybe this, Well, they, I, I mean, like, the pictures of her right, all over the wall of her. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, like, Aaron talks to her. We're sure that she yeah, knows. I guess. But, yeah, I don't know. It was just awkward. So, like, the two of them are trying to discuss it. And she's also trying to figure out a way to, like, get Aaron to be her escort to the dance. Yeah, mm. so this, the snowflake ball. Aaron does not want to go because... I don't know why. We don't have a reason for why he doesn't want to go. I guess it's like, I don't know, he just went to a little high school dance. Yeah, is he, he's not in high school anymore. No, okay. in school. I think he's in college. All right. Yeah, he's either in college uh, or graduate. Real cute. <laughs> yeah. Sedentary rape. Yeah. Uh, oh, that means Lexi. <laughs> Lexi is probably his age, too. How did they get in the Huh? Who knows? Uh, right? I That's what I thought. This is the Upper East Side. You don't even have yeah, to be 21 to drink. Yeah, sorry to be honest. Like, they had cocktails. literally like, nothing on the Upper East Side. If you have money. They go to bars. They drink. Want to go get a drink, drink. at a bar? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 17. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know how I feel about Dan and Lexi. I mean, like, I, I understand it also because it's like, I don't know that Lexi knows that Dan and Serena used to date. And so I can see it on that level, like, Oh hey, you know my my ex boyfriend is dating this girl. I'm gonna date her ex boyfriend because it's you know a fun like triangle or square. I guess. What? I don't know. <laughs> You've never done that. <laughs> like I'm shaking my head later. now. So, um, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 an awkward situation just because like it's it's four people and it's like. Within these four people, you know, three of them have dated each other. Like they've all like it's very incestuous, weird, like weird, like Upper East Side bullshit. It, yeah, it's really I don't know. It's just really weird. Like let's let's trade places. It's like I don't know. It's really yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Ew. Serena's is just so awkward about it all. <laughs> awkward, like you know, I'm just like all right. Y'all need to relax. Yeah, and that's Y'all the thing about relax. Serena that's just so, so disarming, too, is that, like, she's so beautiful, but she's also the most awkward human. I, no, I she's very that. insecure. She, yeah, but, like, no, I don't say insecure, just awkward. She's really kind of, like, I don't know, she's... I'd say she's pretty insecure, especially she's, about her relationships. Yes. Like, I mean, like, because, like, she hasn't been in a lot of real relationships, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. I mean, she's, you know, had a lot of fun, but, uh, you know relationships. Yeah, and like you notice she changes who she is for like everyone that she is with. Because like, you know, last episode especially, where she's like, I definitely don't drink, Aaron, because I know you're sober. <laughs> I've never partied in my life. And like that's you, you know that's killed a guy. Have you seen my this is a, <laughs> have you seen my dossier? Killed a guy. Yeah, it's my dossier. A dossier. Um yeah, so like it's I don't know, it's, a, it's just really incestuous to like all four of them decide to like go on like an evening walk in Brooklyn, I guess. Yeah. Double date, first date. Double date, first date. Weird. Yeah, and then also Lexi gets herself invited. Well, like she kind of like, you know, invited herself to the dance. And Dan's kind of just like, uh, yeah, sure, why not? I can do that, I guess. So it's just, it's, it's, it's so awkward, all it's of them. It's awkward. But I really enjoy how much Serena doesn't like Lexi. And like when Lexi brought up a dance, Serena's like, yeah, a dance. 
Yeah. What Lexi's dislike of the dance is the same reason we like disliked it. It's because it's called the snowflake ball and not something more interesting like, why the fuck is it still warm out when it's winter ball? And that's why she was like, there's... Or snowball. Snowball. Who? I'm still, I'm still, I'm still like, voting for that. That's my... Snowball? snowball. Okay, our, our um, winter dance for Gossip Girls is going to be called Snowball. Y'all should attend. Yeah, okay. Did, Maybe. We should have CBD. This. We should do yeah. it. Yeah, okay. It's called the Snowball. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for... <laughs> would appreciate that. Um, okay, so then... With with Penelope, so we so Jenny and Penelope are having this like weird thing with like Jenny making Penelope an ugly dress and Penelope thinking it looks good. Valid, <laughs> <laughs> valid. Yes. Which we can talk about later in fashion. Yes, we will. But so once once everyone finds out that Vanessa and Nate are going to be going to the dance together. Um, the minions seem to think that Jenny knew about it and is still friends with Vanessa. And Jenny's like, I'm not friends with Vanessa. Like, I hate her because of the whole Nate thing. And they're like, well, we're trying to get revenge on her. And yeah, and then uh, and an opportunity presents itself. Oh, my God. Isabella. POC alert. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, I have a thing on my phone. I can do really quickly. One second. It's going to take a second. I have to find Damn that. Damn it, Susie. I don't care. Anyway, so POC alert, <laughs> and um, it's and um, she comes out, and there is no lining, there is no um, any kind of like fabric underneath <laughs> this very sheer fabric, and you see her underwear, and everyone laughs at her because mean, and it's like really mean. And she's like, oh, actually though. That dress will look similar to Jenny's style. And Jenny's like, um, I know it's something they call lining, so, uh. And, because that's how she sounds like. And then. That is exactly um, how she sounds like. Yep. And then Penelope is like, uh, actually, though, you should wear this dress. You should give it to Vanessa. So a prank has started. A plot has thickened, if you will. Hey, uh, your housekeeper let me in. Good, then she can let you out. What? And tell your friend Vanessa it's not wise to fish in our pond. Mm. Well, she's not my friend. Really? Because we were just trying to think of a way to send her a little message. Feast your eyes, ladies. Well, what do you think? I think you shouldn't stand in front of the light in that dress. <laughs> oh my god. It's see-through! Well, that's one way to be the center of attention. At least you don't have to worry about going home alone. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think Vanessa's wearing to the ball? She's going to the ball? Yeah, with Nate. Jenny, Isabel's dress looks a little like one of yours, don't you think? No, <laughs> not at all. I know of a little something called lining. Well, what if you didn't? Um, she's deciding to <laughs> give Vanessa that dress. <laughs> So she can embarrass her at the ball, and it's horrible. Like I don't know. Like, they're like again, like we've like the minions. They're like tactics. They're the like, worst humans ever. They're they're, they're tactics they're and so embarrass people. They're so fucking rude. Yeah, like they're, they're... tactics and embarrass folks. They're, it's very petty. Yeah, it's very like childish, but it's super effective. Yeah, I mean, like being embarrassed as a teen is like the worst thing that can it's ever scarring. happen to you. Yeah, 
I remember this one time I went to the snowflake ball and (laughs) 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 yeah so I had this really amazing date named Nate and he looked like Zac Efron it was so embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) I tell amazing stories everyone Um, buy my book (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um (laughs) yeah so like so um Jenny she goes over to the to the the gallery and drops off the dress to Vanessa saying oh I made you this dress you know we're we're having a fight but like I could stay up all night I need this dress it's for you and you know of course Vanessa being you know someone to who's very trusting in regards at least as far as you know Jenny goes and thinking wanting to you know think the best of her says oh maybe we're we're, we're we're friends again cool and so she takes the dress and she looks stunning in the dress it's a like in the daylight dress. she looks incredible she looks she looks good in everything though yeah she, like she they give her that. shit clothes they really do they fuck oh, they her do. up they, yeah. like, they yeah. have her they have her out here looking like so bad. shit and she's wearing like so a lot of bad. layers a lot of mixed mass patterns not even power clashing it's just like bad like yeah it's, and, it's fucking december you shouldn't be wearing like hot pink and orange and Purple like or jeans, white yeah. socks, and patent leather heels. Yeah. Why? Like, why are you doing that? Why do you have feathers in your earrings? The POC characters too. We talked about this last episode. Yeah. Just like, they have like you know, POC characters in like all white shows, and they just give them like whatever trash. Oh, and, and notice that the the POC character had the see through dress before Vanessa did. Yeah. See. Is yeah. Her you name see? is is. They. The same. So on white. That. On that. Jenny. What are you doing here? I'm still mad at you. So what, you're gonna kill me and put me in the garment bag? I couldn't sleep last night. I was up half the night making this before I realized who it was for. You made that for me. Yeah. I mean, um, I said some pretty awful things because I was hurt, so I guess just consider this a peace offering. You look great. I, uh, I don't, I don't know what to say. Just say you'll try it on. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's 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 it, it, it's hard to like see Jenny treat Vanessa poorly. I don't know. It's it's a weird situation because Vanessa does bring up that Jenny did kiss Nate behind her back because Vanessa and Nate broke up for a reason that I can't remember. I think she did some like scheming with someone, and Nate was like, "I don't want to be a part of this." And then they broke up, and then uh, then Jenny. Jenny hooked up with him, or like kissed him, I guess, when Vanessa and Nate were broken up, and I don't know, it's like, it's Vanessa's ex, so I think she has a right to be mad about Jenny trying, like, having feelings for him, you know, and then I don't think that, like, I also think Nate's kind of stupid for, like, just going back and forth, you know? It's, he is, but it's a little bit this weird. This is Nate we're talking about. That's true. He is mayonnaise. Yeah, mayonnaise is not the smartest. (laughs) He's not not the freshest guy on the jar, uh, freshest jar on the shelf. Yeah, he's like, that that aioli was made out of eggs that were actually like three (laughs) weeks expired. (laughs) So that's that's Nate right there. Yup. Yeah, so like it's 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 a sticky situation. It's a love triangle that I don't like. I don't see any merit in it. It's dumb. Yeah, like Jenny and Nate. It still doesn't make sense to me why that happened. She's like fifteen still. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so and he used to stay with them, which is so weird. Yes, he lived in so their house. Weird. He lived in their what? house for like weeks, and he's like, he's he's like creeping, like you know, <laughs> being like really creepy about shit. And I don't know, like they shared their bathroom. I don't know. I just. 
Yeah. Well, like, remember he like took he was like nearly naked Nate that one episode. Oh my god, nearly naked Nate should be all versions of Nate. <laughs> yes, because oh, while he is boring, he is attractive objectively. Um. <laughs> <laughs> First uh, otherwise, so I don't know. Yeah. So I think he's pretty. Okay. It's worse. <laughs> so we we saw uh, Penn Badgley in person because we went to a concert. And he is very weird looking. And I no longer have a crush on him. So. Wait, he looks weirder in real life. He looks so weird in real life. You know how he's cute on this show? No, but he needs a He needs a huge haircut. Like, Big haircut. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dan Humphrey is attractive on the show, I agree. <laughs> okay, who here thinks Dan Humphrey is hot? One person. One person. Two, two people think Dan Humphrey is hot out of hundreds. <laughs> wow. Okay. So one percent. Yeah. Barely anyone thinks. Who, who thinks that Nate Archibald is hot. Okay. <laughs> like maybe 50% of people, 50 to 75%. So apparently, Nate Archibald is hotter. I don't know. Who thinks Chuck Bass is hot? Right. Um, if you ever think that Chuck Bass is attractive, raise your hand. That's like 25. Okay, good polling, everyone. That is completely irrelevant to what we're talking about. <laughs> Glad we did that. <laughs> what were we talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> we're talking about Nate being a creep, like living right, with right, the, right, yeah. you know, a grown man. Thank you. Thanks, F. Thanks, F. That was great. That was good. So, um, I, there's some, um, I can say that's just your observations, but back to like the Blair and Chuck of it all. Oh my so, god. So this Chuck is my favorite plot yes. in the entire episode. It's hands so down. beautiful. So like early in the episode, of course, um, Chuck is making fun of Blair for trying to decide where who to date um, to go to the ball with. And so he comes to her house and he gives her a proposition. What do you want, Bass? It occurred to me today while I was having my afternoon shiatsu that I should choose your date. You? Why? Why not? And will let me prove I know you better than anyone else. Fine. Then I choose yours. I bring a date for you, you bring one for me. Let's see who's paying attention to the other's desires. There has to be something to keep you honest. And to make things interesting. Name the stakes. If you actually like your date, I get your limo for a month. Fine. And if you like yours, I get the roto. What? Dorota? Yes, Miss Blair. Fine. By the way, I take my breakfast in bed. What are you staring at? Go polish something. I'll, you know, choose your date, but you have to choose mine. And they have That's a wager. If I like your date, um, if Chuck likes her date, then he'll give her the limo for um, a month. If which she has money, she could buy her own limo. Yeah, but it's a free limo. No one says no free. And then it's Chuck. Yeah, you know, it's Chuck. Oh, and like she that has. Hate love yeah. They have. And then it's very sentimental. 
for her. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Because she lost her V card in that in that limo. Yeah. So. V card. Um, yeah. So then, if if um, if Blair likes his date that she chosen, she gets to give Dorota a human being, a whole person, like a whole yeah, person. Upper East Side for a month, what? which I'm not a thing, not a thing, not okay with that at all. Nope, that's a human person you're just giving away, like like it's like rights or something. Yeah. All right, trafficking. Like, I yeah, I was like, I don't appreciate this <laughs> casual trafficking. Right. Um, not not really like into cash. it. Yeah, so, not into it at all. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Please. Don't. If you ever make a weird sex bet with someone, don't have the winnings be a human. <laughs> Relation tips. <laughs> Relation tips. One So, um, so uh, Blair, she enlists Dorota to like do some research and try to help her find somebody to date Chuck. And apparently, Dorota doesn't know how to do that because she went onto Facebook <laughs> and joined a few and, groups. And joined a few groups, which, oh which is adorable, but also apparently in Poland. Okay, so Dorota is Gossip Girl, as we all know, and she should be able to find all the men that she, you know, needs to for Blair. Yeah, but apparently, she does not know how right. to do that properly. Yes, Gossip Girl needs to use her resources. Dorota is not actually Gossip Girl. That is still a secret. So don't don't spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. Which Only in our dreams. It, it ended in 2012. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Not listening, not watching Gossip Girl, obviously. But um, yeah, she like enlists uh, Dorota to help her. And apparently, I love like Dorota's logic about like how like people in Poland, women in Poland have long hair. It's like a sign of like fragility or some sort or like vir- or virginal. Or whatever. Oh, is that I, what it was? I think so. Okay. But um, yeah. So like, they are uh, trying to devise a way to like find someone for Chuck, and vice versa. So I guess like, you want to go to the ball? Want to get to the ball? Because yeah, I've been think talking that's for a, a while about idea. stuff before. Weird sex Snow competition yeah. ball. Yeah. So like, Chuck and Blair bring their dates to the ball, and of course, it's doppelgangers. <laughs> okay. So I have a theory, or I have a hypothesis that. The, the doppelgangers are actually the stand-ins for Leighton Meester and Ed Westwick. I support that. Yeah, same. weird looking. That okay. So the Chuck stand-in is like he looks exactly <laughs> like. <laughs> he looks exactly like him, but like really weird. Like you know how Chuck is handsome. This guy is strange looking. I don't know, but he looks like him. He, yeah, he's a little, he's slightly more rapey looking. Yes. Oh. Kind of like super beady eyes. And just yeah. Actually pretty creepy. He's yeah. real weird he's looking. And like creepy. his, and his, the way he speaks is also, also terrifying. wonderful. It's and like he's also speaking with a fake American accent that's actually British. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because the character Chuck is a British actor who's pretending to be an American, but it looks like the American actor is pretending to be British, pretending to be American. That's what it kind of looks like. <laughs> yeah, so he talks weird also. <laughs> Just like Chuck. And so, so Blair and Chuck are discussing their mutual dislike for these uh, shadows of themselves when we pan back to uh, the doppelgangers and they are weirdly kissing each other. There is a lot of weird kissing in this show. Like, I've seen good kissing on sitcoms and uh, dramas, and this is not it. Nope. This is opposite. Relax, they'll be here somewhere. This is the worst out of body experience ever. Hey! Explain this! After you and Chuck walked off, 
Justine and I got to talking. He took me up to the roof and we looked over the city. Well, of course he did. We just knew we were meant for each other. But she's me. Only less. I gave her that headband. We're as surprised as you are. Everyone, even our doppelgangers, can work it out. But we can't. It is bad. <laughs> so, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I've never and... actually, like, kissed for stage or whatever, so I wonder if it's, like, if that's what actual kissing looks like. No. And No? Okay. Not that. Not that <laughs> never seen real people kiss? I don't know. Why am I so awkward? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just it's really it looks forced. That's all. Yeah, and it's like really slow and I don't know. It's really slow. Oh, good point. So they have to. That's yeah, so an audience member pointed out that the camera <laughs> has to be close to see both of the couples, and it's weird and gross. Mm. So don't kiss like that. Relation tips. <laughs> kiss better. Um, yeah, so like the the uh, the, the two the two dates of um Chuck oh not Chuck I'm sorry uh, Serena and Aaron and Lexi and Dan they're at the ball as well and they're dancing kind of having a good time but there's like this underlining kind of like lingering nostalgic feeling of being at the ball and Dan and Blair, and Dan and, and Serena start dancing and talking about like their you know their sex gonna have with the with the respective yeah. dates, you know. So and it's, yeah, earlier in the episode, Aaron told Serena that Lexi likes to sleep with guys on the first date. His actual literal words that she likes to sleep. That, so is, that is her hobby. Random. That is her hobby to so sleep random. with guys on the first date. Yes, audience member. At least she's overcoming like the hegemony of you know. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's right. because she's fucking the patriarchy essentially. <laughs> Instead of voting. <laughs> Instead of voting. So, yeah, Blair, or not Blair, uh, Serena and Dan are discussing that. Um, and so she tells him that Lexi's going to seduce him. And Dan goes into this wonderful monologue awkwardly about how he's like, you know, I, I, I assumed I'd, I'd have sex again. Like, I, I, you know, I knew it was, I assumed it was going to happen again. Well, well hoped, hoped is more like the word. And that is my Dan Humphrey impression. Spot on. <laughs> and Serena is like, flabbergasted by this response of him saying, oh, I guess I am going to have sex again tonight. She's like, okay, gotta go, after a little bit of um, light slut-shaming against him. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's, that's a very strange thing that's happening. Because, like, while they're friends, they're not, like, close. And so I don't, like, they're not, they're not at the point where they're, like, over their breakup to discuss their... Sex. Yeah. They're also teens. <laughs> They're teens, and they're I feel teens. a lot of teens. Um, speaking of teenagers, the parents of these teenagers, uh, Lily and <laughs> Rufus, that was my segue. It was a terrible segue, but like, I really like this whole thing because I'm here for Lily and Rufus. Um, I love their relationship, and um, Lily has been you know, kind of trying to figure out what to do with her husband, you know, Bart, Bart is now hanging out with Andrew um, Tyler, and she knows that, like, she had told him that she didn't want to investigate her and her family anymore, and so when she finds this out, she kind of, like, goes to the ball and finds Rufus, and she's like, look, I'm leaving him, but I want, and she's not saying that she wants to be with Rufus now, but she also just wants to, like, do something for herself, and 
It's kind of the first step in the direction where she wants to like be her own woman, which I think is really cool. Lily is. She this is has her fourth been marriage. in like yeah. yeah, she's been in in the past just known by her marriage. She's changed her name a bunch of times. She's like always dating someone, and like her kids make fun of her endlessly for having so many so many husbands. <laughs> <laughs> so many husbands. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so she's she's kind of like realizing that she has to tell Bart that she wants to end it, and she's having remorse about having to do that again. And she's telling Rufus about this, and he's like, "Well, I wish I could be with you, but I didn't think I could give you what you wanted." Uh, <laughs> Who knows what that means? Right, because Rufus is the love of her life. Like they dated like when they were like twenty something. Yeah, which they're... is which was really weird because. Dan is Rufus's son, and Serena's like, you know, Lily's son, and then they dated, then they all found out they all dated. It's just, oh, it's, it's so just gross. gross. Again, incestuous. It's like a theme in this show, is everybody fucks everybody. The it's Lily, awful. Rufus, Serena, Dan thing is real creepy because, like, their parents have had sex with each other, but they're not brother and sister. But then the, like, uh, Serena, Dan, Aaron, Lexi thing is less creepy because no one is related. So. I think I'm, I'm basing my creep factor on that for the, the new love square that has shown up. That's fair, kind of. Um, yeah, and then of course, you know, the, the biggest event of the evening is between, you know, finishing up with Vanessa at the ball now. The minions are waiting for Vanessa to show up so they can like, you know, humiliate her. And Jenny shows up. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm ending things with Nate. What? I never meant to hurt you. Please, believe that. Where is she? How long does that subway thingy take? Maybe she's not coming. Poor little Jay had second thoughts. And she sees Vanessa and Vanessa tells Jenny that she is planning to dump Nate because she doesn't want this, she doesn't want her relationship with Jenny any more fractured than it already is. And she wants to, you know, be the bigger person essentially and just end things. And so Jenny, of course, is conflicted. She's like, oh no, I have this whole thing set up to embarrass A you. Plot. So, <laughs> but my plot. Okay. <laughs> but so then Vanessa like goes and talks to Nate and like tells him about the letter, how she kept it. Jenny never got it, and he's like, "What?" And then she's crying, <laughs> and walks. Nate, Nate says things like, "What?" Because he's extremely bad at words, unlike me, who is excellent at words. And so Vanessa walks away, and as she's walking away, um, the Hazel's new boyfriend, the light tech. <laughs> Um, we'll talk about that later. Yes. The light tech shines a light on Vanessa, and she's wearing is a see-through dress, and everyone can see her underwear. And it's scandalous. It's extremely scandalous. She looks, she looks, looks really so good. good. So fucking good. Fabulous. She looks incredible. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, like that dress is fucking ugly. We can talk about that fashion, but like she looks great in it. Yeah, and then of course, ending off things at the ball, you've got. Um, Blair and Chuck, they're looking at their double gangers making out, and they're like, why can't we do that? 
Because you're different people than their doppelgangers, even though you look the same. Yeah, but you know, Chuck is like, let's let's dance together. Let's you know, let's let's embrace tonight and let's be together. And I don't know. Again, I don't care about Blair and Chuck. I'm not here for it at all. So it's like, okay, whatever. So. I, okay, so like I was telling Felton about this earlier um, before the show. So we were discussing how Chuck is his favorite character and how we hate Chuck because there are a lot of instances in Gossip Girl where Chuck is a sexual predator. And they happened very, very early on in season one. And it kind of feels like to me that it's writer's remorse where they're like, oh, we wrote this character in a terrible and unredeemable way, but we'll try our hardest to redeem him. And so like in, in that case, like if you just ignore like the first half of season one, then you can get behind Blair and Chuck, but then like otherwise, no. Sorry, if you compare anyone to a horse, I'm just like kind of over it. What? Well, like I mean, this is, this is like oh, that's like, right. Like, he like, did compare her to a horse. Yeah, that's right. So fuck that guy. Um, Seriously, but not yeah. literally. Never, never actually fuck him. <laughs> but fuck Chuck. Um. So yeah, and I guess the episode kind of leans on a cliffhanger. Uh, Serena and Dan, they're dancing and talking about like their the the time they you know lost their virginity to each other the previous season. During the winter. It was magical. It was magical. It was the greatest night it of his life. Night of his life. Yeah. Sorry. And they're kind of like, you know, kind of swapped up in the nostalgia when Lily interrupts them and says, Bart's been in an accident. <gasps> dun dun dun. And we're off to the season of the season um next uh, next episode, which is the mid season finale. Okay. So yeah, that's Oh kind of, also yeah. Vanessa and Nate end up reconciling yes. and yeah. kissing weirdly again. While she's crying. While she's crying, she's, yeah. So, so okay. Liz pointed out to me while we were watching this show that, um, sorry, I'm using your name on this, um, that finally they show someone ugly crying on TV. That is very inclusive. Good job. So yeah, that's the episode. So yeah, let's go into fashion. 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 So we have. So fashion. So like, I really like this jacket that. Blair more. That's kind of my yeah. on that. So it's Serena's wearing a um, sparkly beige jacket that is not unlike the one that I'm wearing right now. So I also am very fashionable. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like this is also they're in school and that's supposed to be a uniform. No one We're really knows what a uniform is. No one ever actually he wears on a uniform. Yeah, but that's he's yeah. always wearing yeah, a uniform though. Like, yeah, I know. He always wore a Upper Side fashion because he lives in Brooklyn. Because yeah. he's so poor. He's so poor. So basic. <laughs> basic Brooklyn. So he is, and so she's wearing a school uniform, quote unquote. But that's, <laughs> I I really enjoy that sparkly jacket. Okay, next slide. Okay, I don't know how to feel about this. Like she's this look. Like it's kind of like she's like channeling Stevie Nicks in a way that I almost want to support, but also not. Because like it's just she's so. It's a t-shirt dress that's kind of ugly. Yeah. Like you, how'd you make a t-shirt dress ugly? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. The what do the zippers lead to? Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, what's hey, you never know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I don't know. Uh, next slide. Okay, so the rhombus, the, the Cleveland rhombus, is in full effect. Yeah. <laughs> so if you already. if you Google Blake Lively cleavage rhombus, it is. Everywhere, every single one of her outfits, there is some sort of cleavage rhombus going and on. And she's in she's in rare form in this episode. Yeah, it's this everywhere. Like every, almost every episode, every every outfit she's wearing, it's like yeah, right there. Girls are out in the front. I feel like Dan is staring into my soul right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's because he is. 
Uh, where did he get that overcoat? Who knows? It's a nice coat. I like it. Yeah, it's nice. He went thrifting. It's, it's only cold sometimes in New York. Remember that, everyone. I really love this so much. It's a color blocking I like, and also I just, I don't know. I, I really enjoy Blair's outfits in this episode. But I like everything but the belt. Same. Yeah, so her, I like the color of the belt. Honestly. I like the color of the belt. I, I like the, the red silky top, and that's about it. I don't really like the skirt either. Never mind. I like one part of this outfit. Yeah, it's a red, it's a red, um, red top with a brown, um, brown skirt with a yellow belt, and I enjoy it a lot. I think it might be my favorite ep- outfit of the episode. Her hair is incredible this episode, by the way. No. Blair's hair is just like so, so voluminous good. and not. She lost terrible. the she lost the headbands. So yeah, the headbands so were. Happy. Yeah. Um, I noticed two of our audience members are wearing headbands, so awesome. Love Shout it. Shout out to you. Shout, Shout out, out to you. Um, I really like this, this jacket a lot. I really, really, really like this jacket a lot. I liked her whole outfit, but I just don't like her, so I'm conflicted about like, my feelings about the outfit, but I really enjoyed that. Her weird feminism. <laughs> yeah. Lexi. <laughs> Nastia Lucan. If you want to be on our show, contact us. <laughs> <laughs> Next slide. <laughs> Yes. But, <laughs> yes, Chief. The butt the, oh the salt seen around the world. Um, that's is. That's her backside. And I don't know. Like, I think it's a cute dress. It's a shame it didn't have a liner in it because I think I, it's a really pretty dress. But it's like a dress that I don't know. I don't like the weird braid thing. And I like. I feel like it's something I made in uh, high school when I took fashion design. Same. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I felt like it was really, like, badly made. It is. It's, like, no real shape to it. Yeah. It's like, oh, let me just throw this in plastic. And, and it, it looks like made. Jenny would have made it because Jenny's style sucks. So, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I think that. it's, like, for a very specific body type, which is just thin. Like, if you, if you're. But it doesn't look good. I don't know. I mean, like, it's. It looks much better on. Vanessa. Vanessa, yeah, because like, she has more body than, you know, is, is then yeah. it works. It's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit thin. Uh, next slide. <laughs> Moving on. I loved, I love Blake Lively's, like, uh, the Serena, yeah, there's a rhombus again, <laughs> rhombus happening, but also I just like her loungewear, and I really envy I her loungewear. She has such amazing nightgowns. She's so I, many great nightgowns. She's my nightgown goals. Like, I have so <laughs> many nightgowns, but nothing compares to Serena's. She looks so comfy. I'm like, look at that smile. That's comfort. <laughs> that's, that's the smile of a girl who's funny. not wearing constricting bra. Uh, next slide. Um, Lily's dress. Um, I don't know. I think it's interesting that she wore white, not because of um, the snowfall, but I also think it's like she's that's like leaving day. her wedding, leaving oh, her marriage to part, and it's like she's yeah. wearing white again. And I don't know. I feel like there was like some like subtle t- undertones about that. There's like the whole the whole time period, um, like t- 2009, 2008. Um, asymmetry was a huge thing in formal wear, which is, I think, why I don't like a lot of, like, I didn't like what Vanessa was wearing, because the whole Easter. I, I don't like asymmetry in dresses and clothes. I don't know why. I fucking hate one-shoulder dresses. And, like, this just, I don't like this at all. Okay, next slide. All right, these are the three witches from Beth. Um, I like it. <laughs> Two of them are wearing the same dress, yes. basically. Yeah, and then and there's there's garbage um, bag, and there's Jenny's um, ah, thing that she so decided terrible. to put together. It's, it's so god awful. It's so, it's so I, shiny. 
like in a Hazel. bad way. I like Hazel and Iz's dresses. I, I like love Iz's dress. It's so pretty. I just don't like Hazel at all. I love, I love Hazel. Hazel. She's like the worst. She's so. You're the worst. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. She's great. Um, next slide. So the doppelgangers, once again, you have like Chuck and He's Blair. So well, you're, like, her name is Justine. The character's name is Justine, who's, um, who's Blair's, but you don't ever find out who Chuck's doppelganger's name is. It's and Charlie Trout. It's Charlie Trout. I'm, so we're gonna call him Charlie Trout. So that's Charlie Trout and Justine. And um, it's just really funny because we're wearing pretty similar outfits too, like especially Blair and Justine's outfits are like, color-wise even, it's very similar. Uh, next slide. I... Look at the rhombus, man. Just like, look at that. The whole the rhombus. It's just there. I love this dress. I love it too. It's kind of kind of like a. It would look better on me because my skin isn't the same color as it. But. Valid. I, <laughs> I like I like the shape of it and I like the like jewels and it looks really good on her. Like, yeah, the embellishments are really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And then. That's a lovely so, boy. Oh, I don't know if you we had a picture. Okay, so there was um, earlier when Aaron was there. He looks like tuxedo mask in his tuxedo. So. No, we don't have a picture of that, sorry. Yeah, but like he, that's what that's what I noticed. Aaron looks like, like tuxedo mask. Okay, how do you feel about Lexi? It's kind of like a shellfish thing. I, no, I like the bottom part of it. I did not like the top. It's It's got yeah. the empire waist. Yeah. And it has like that weird 2009, like yeah, that, that gathering of the top. I don't like that <laughs> style either. Was 2008 the Olympics, an Olympics year? Yes. That's probably why she was on here. That's kind of like a... No, it was eight years after she was in the Olympics. Well, yeah, but like after, but like that's... Oh, of, yeah. Yeah, it's on the publicity thing. I am here for this. Witch outfit. I, she looks so witchy and like... <laughs> and it's so great. Well, she's going to cast a spell she and I want to be here like, for great. your outfit. First fashion choice I approve of. I'm, it's, uh, she, she also has like leather gloves to go with oh, this. Of course it's she so does. fabulous. Ugh, love it. Okay, and... Yeah. But you can't even see anything. You, know, you can see you know. through her. You can see her legs. Yeah. Her legs looks, are her bare legs. But she looks stunning. Like I mean, even you can probably see through her little easier panty line, whatever. Yeah. She looks beautiful. And that's it. So yeah. Um, what about music, real quick? Sure. Okay. I don't remember any of it. So oh, okay. I didn't know any of it. So like, there is a band that's playing most of the, um, most of the shows called the Asteroid Galaxies Tour. And they're playing a couple of songs. Um, they were kind of popular around that time. They were, I think they're from California. They're okay. That's not all. I sort of have one music thing state slash a story observation. Yeah. So when Chuck is like, when Blair is asking, what do we have, Chuck? What do we have? And he's like, we have tonight. And then he says, shut up and dance with me. Which is a very popular song from like last summer for some reason, even though it sucks. I hate that song. Walk on the moon. Yeah, but right. it was it was based on this episode. Fun fact. I love Felton just like singing the song subtly. It makes me really sad to hear that song. I don't know why. No, it was not based on this. <laughs> I made that up. That's true. I don't. This is true. Very, very, very close. true. There's no fact checkers here. It was definitely based on that yep. scene. Um, we're gonna do some O Tech, Low Tech. Yeah. So um, all the phones, all the phones are out in full force this episode. Just right. Everyone's so getting different phones. types of phones too. Yeah, there's. I think I saw a, a Motorola Razor. Yes, we saw two of those. Blackberry. Yeah, the Blackberry with the, I the love spinning ball. Do you really? Do you still have one? No. Oh. I thought I loved them. Okay. I, um, I saw a Sidekick. 
Um, Sidekicks are so close. And also, I just love the visuals of like Jenny's Verizon email. Oh my yeah. god, that was so adorable. Yes, oh yeah, and then when um, Vanessa got a text from Nate, it said "key guard on," <laughs> which is amazing. It's pretty great. And then of course, lastly, when Lily got the phone, the phone call from a restricted number. Oh my god. So funny. now it just says unknown. Exactly. So pretty great. <laughs> All right, and then of course, uh, straight observations. I have, I don't know if anyone's gonna get this reference, but so when uh, uh, Blair is looking at her list of suitors, one of her suitors is named Blaine McDonough, who was the rich guy in Pretty in Pink that Andy. Uh, John, ended John up Hughes. With? Well, it's John Hughes' movie, Pretty in Pink, you said? Or? Yeah. Right. So, um, his name was Blaine McDonough, the, the character in it that she ends up with that's played by that dude who's in some USA shows now, whose name I don't remember. It's not James Spader, it's the other guy, right? Yeah. Oh, Andy McDowell, I think his name is. That's the, that's the girl. Andy McDowell? No, Molly Ringwald is the girl. Okay, Andy McDowell is also a woman. Andrew, oh. McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy, thank you. Okay. Yeah, okay. so he, he plays Blaine McDonough and he is also one of Blair's suitors, which is endlessly hilarious. Um, I have a straight observation. So Blair and Serena are talking about Aaron, and Blair says Aaron is hot, and it's like that's gonna be no. your your stepbrother soon. So, um, little known fact: Serena's um, Blair's um, Blair's mother is dating Cyrus Rose, which is Aaron Rose's father. So the ancestry continues. He's just keeping it all in the family. Yeah, man. <sighs> it's I so have, gross. I have so another story observation, which um, I promised I would discuss. So Hazel, the minion that Felton hates for some reason, she has been complaining the last three or four episodes about how she wishes she has a boyfriend. And now she finally does. And he runs tech at dances. Amazing. Good job, Hazel. Snaps to you. <laughs> Snaps to Hazel. So that's the episode. Let's rate it. Uh, I give this episode a 10. Love it so much. <laughs> what about you, Felton? 10. Yeah, I'm actually going to play 9.5 only right. because I really don't All like right. Lexi. I, I love Lexi. Oh, I really don't like her. She's really annoying. She's such a fun character, though, and she's played by a gymnast. I love the Olympics. Ryan Lochte forever. She's so carefree. I'm just, I'm here. Uh, maybe I that's, maybe that's kind of part of the reason why I don't like her. It's I, kind of just, like, really yeah. happy and, like, full of life. Um, Fuck not, that. Not, not why do you it. like Serena so much? I don't know. It's like, so we're gonna kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What did I write here? Oh. Um, any other story observations? I don't have any other story observations. Cool, because we have to go now. Because awesome. we're over time. But thank you guys so much for coming by. Thanks to Lincoln Locks for letting us host here. Thank you, Felton Kaiser, for coming through and being an awesome guest. We will have you back anytime you want. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with episode 13, which yeah. is the mid-season finale. It's gonna be very intense. I suggest everyone go home and watch it and the rest <laughs> of the series also because it's a really perfect show. Yeah, and we'll have more live shows soon, hopefully. Hopefully. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Yeah, otherwise it's gonna be the last. Yeah. Anyway. It um, was, okay, so I really enjoyed watching on a big screen with everyone because everyone is so snarky and it's amazing and I love it so much. Yeah, so until next time, guys. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. Yeah. <laughs>